What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Attention Deficit Podcast. Uh, this is Shy, and that is yo, LA in the building. So, what's going on, LA? How you doing, man? I'm here, man. Hi, how was your week? Day. It's been a long day. Can I just <laughs> say happy February? <laughs> Lord Jesus, it's been it's been a long February, man. It's Black History oh, Month. Already, it's been long. It's been long. It's been a lot, man. We've had a lot to to take in. I mean, it's it's yeah. like February, you know. Jeezy's yeah. dating Meg. Yeah, so oh, uh, Yeah, Rihanna's dating. Uh, Rihanna's dating Playboy. Asian. Yeah, there was jokes about that. That was hilarious. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, but it's a, it's a couple of things to get into. Let me add the Rihanna thing to my list, even though she's gonna be mine soon. But you know. Yeah, all right, bro. All right. So let's see. Let me see where you want to start first. I know you probably listened to Wayne's album yet. No, I I have. Um, oh, you have? You're yeah, better than me on this one. But go ahead, because I got to three songs and I couldn't take it no more. <laughs> okay. I'm just so glad that I'm not the only one. I got, the, I got the track three and was like, what in the living hell am I listening to? Listen, man. And see, the thing is, right, so here's the funny thing with albums, man. Like, I feel like with albums, you, you can't really take, like, digest it in so many days. Like, you have to, like, dissect it. And, give it a week or two you know, weeks week to fully two. fully understand what you were listening to. Yeah, but that didn't happen with Wayne's album, man. I, was I listened like, to that shit for three tracks. And mind you. I played it at work, so it was like background noise, so we wouldn't really focus on it. And I legit said to myself, what the fuck are we listening to? But like, like legit, like, what the fuck are we listening to? And I really, I like, I, what, what is track three of that album? I still have the album. I haven't deleted it yet because I want to give it full one full listen. And then, um, be like, all right, I'm good. Mama Mia. Mama That's Mia. track three. Oh my I said, I, I literally said, what the fuck am I listening to? Like I, I did not know what I was listening to, and it just sounded like he was rambling. Um, what did you think? I, to be for real with you, like after the first track, I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you even gave it more of a chance than I did. I, I did, man, because like I, I, like I listened for the beat to build, and I was like, okay, all right, let him, let the beat build, and then once the beat build and it dropped, I was like, okay. Like what the hell? Yeah, like, it, it I, had no substance to it, man. I yeah, like, I, oh I think he just he's. They make this joke about M, about Eminem, but Eminem just raps to rhyme words, and I I don't know what Wayne is doing at this point. Um, and let me say this: I've been a Wayne fan since his Lights Out album. Um, maybe even before then. Let me see. The Block is Hot. Everybody was a fan of the, the song Block is Hot. Um, but. My favorite Wayne song when I was younger was a song called Jump Jiggy. Um and that was one like one of my favorite Wayne songs. Like that that Lights Out album was special. Um that was his f- second album, if I wanna say. Yeah, because the Blocks Hot came out in 99. That was his second album. Wayne's second album to me was fucking fire. Um when Wayne was on his run. Um, I didn't call him the greatest of all time or the greatest rapper alive because that's still Jay-Z in my book. For better or for worse, uh, I'm never going to let that go. But this nigga, uh, he was rapping his ass off. Like, 
I remember to the point where uh, they, when he was on Khaled, uh, what is that song? We taking over, and he dropped the line, um, "I am a beast. Feed me rappers of Phoebe Beats. I'm unchained. I need a leash." Like that verse is where I started saying, "Okay, Wayne is something to be reckoned with," and that that verse was um, the propeller for his career moving forward, and that built a. I won't say a legend. It built a, a mystique around Wayne that Wayne can wrap his ass off with anyone. And that's where I was like, I was already a Wayne fan, but that's where I solidified him as one of the top tier rappers of our generation and generations moving forward. And I'll touch base on what I think now, but go ahead and you tell me what you think. I mean, like you, I've never really been a Wayne fan. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say I've never been a Wayne fan. Um, like, eh, I've always been a Jay Z fan. Like, you know, Jay Z, Pop, like mm-hmm. him, those, those are my dogs. Like, yeah, Weezy, Weezy had his moments in my book. You know, um, you sound kind of low. I sound low. Let's see. Let's bring that. There, there go. you go. There you go. Um, yeah, he he had his moments in my book. You know, and um, like you, the we taking over like that verse alone. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you have. Joe on that album. Um, uh, who else? Ti was it? Ti. Ti was on there. Uh, was on there. Uh, it was Ross, Ross on there. Yeah. Jeezy, like they all on that when shit. To, when it got to Weezy's part, mm-hmm. like I, I love me some Ti. Ti is like probably my favorite Atlanta rapper. But okay, he, I go Luda, but uh, I give you that. Yeah. Listen, Luda's in the top three. Well, don't don't let me get started on Luda. I'll let you finish your Wayne take, but I'm gonna uh, we're gonna talk about this Luda shit. But but no, like you, I after that Wayne verse on we taking over, I was like, all right, his his gonna be a problem. Like I'm sorry Mm -hmm. to this day, bro. I still say I stay on track like a box of Pumas. Like Mm -hmm. I still say that to this day. Um, and you know the Carter, I want to say I think it was the Carter three that dropped. Um, yep, yep. It was a Carter three, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I have a little take on Mrs. Officer. I was dating a police officer, at the time, <laughs> you, know, you know, so that song will always hold a special significance. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, the Carter three was a dope album for me. Carter three is a certified classic. Excuse me. Yeah, oh, excuse me. Like, uh, that's a certified classic. That's not even a, a question. Cert- yeah, it's everybody. No question into that. A large population of Wayne fans love Carter two, Carter one. And Carter Three was the mainstream album, but right. to me, I like that album because um, it had a lot of soul samples in it. And the oh, yeah. one way to get me to listen to your music or just like lean more, be biased toward it, is for soul samples. Soul mm-hmm. samples, it does something to me where I just I give up. Like it's like suede on sneakers to me. It just feels right. <laughs> and uh, I love that metaphor. Yeah, it's like it just feels right. And I'm like, it, this is how this is how rap's supposed to sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you when you when you throw a soul sample on anything, I'm just like, you know what, you got me. I'm 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 gonna live. It could be twelve tracks worth of trash, and I'm gonna have something good to say about that album because of those soul samples. Like, it could be lyrical trash, but that those soul samples will will get me. That's like, I mean, and that's fair, man. Like, I, yeah. I feel like any artist that takes soul, especially a rapper, any rapper that takes a soul sample. And turns it into you know a, a song. It's it's, like, it's magic. 
it's magic, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's automatic. Like, I, it's a cheat code. It's legit a cheat code because you're like, <laughs> it's, it's a cheat code because it's like, uh, um, it's like giving like Jordan a layup or LeBron a layup. Like, yeah. it's a cheat code. Like, you're gonna put that person. Like, no, it's like having Shaq on your team back in the 2000s. Like, you put Shaq down in the block and you just give him the ball and he's gonna score, 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 score. It. And it, and it's there's no there's no repercussion there's no for it. it. Yeah, there's no getting around it. It's it's gonna it's gonna work. It's gonna work correctly. And um, with that album, Wayne honed in on that sound, and it worked. And for better or for worse, mm-hmm. um, that that album certified his spot because that was like toward the end of his of his, uh, his his feature streak where it was just like feature, 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 yeah. and then he dropped an album, and the album was amazing. So it was like fuck, like all right, we could we could start putting them up there, but I didn't like when everybody started putting up there with Hove because up no, until Carter two or Carter three. <laughs> He didn't have Hove's Hove's uh Co-sign. longevity. Yeah. Well, mm, let's see. Hove, they both came out on the same time. Hove already was by the time we dropped the second album. Hove was three, four albums in because I count Streets is watching as an album, but Hove was already three albums in. No, wait, four albums, five albums, five albums. If you call Street, count Streets is watching, Hove was five albums. There was Reasonable Doubt, Volume One, Two, Three. That's four, and then Streets is watching his five. Yeah, so he was already five albums in by '99, and Wayne was just on his second album. So, and that's not the takeaway from Wayne because Wayne made up with the with a shit ton of mixtapes. Yeah. But I don't really count mixtapes as uh, back then a, a solid body of work because there was no legit structure. It was I'm going to take a bunch of other rappers' beats. It was Jacket for Beats. I'm going to take a bunch of rappers' beats. I'm going to rap over them, and I'm going to fucking I'm going to just do my best to to outshine the original record, which is a amazing feat, but it wasn't um a fact that you had to structure a song a certain way. You didn't have to have it uh synchronized and and cohesive flow into another song or anything of that nature because you had all freedom to just do whatever you want, say whatever you want, don't have to worry about a label, clearances, anything of that nature. And that's why I hold albums to a higher regard and even mixtapes from today to a higher regard because you have to go through all those loops to make sure everything works out perfectly yeah. and then put that body of work together to still sound cohesive. And um, that's why I appreciate this this era of mixtapes because it's 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 sort of like an album now. It's no longer a a just grab a bunch of beats, let's rap, and let's go. They, there's actual thought process and effort put into these uh, mixtapes now. That's it. I mean, did you? Yeah, go ahead. I would say, like, for me, I don't know, maybe because he took a whole bunch of, um, you know, uh, songs that were already established and took some beats and rapped over them. But the No Ceilings mixtape, I actually, like, I would, in my opinion, I say, I would say that's album worthy. Like, I, I think that's some of his best work. Um, mm-hmm. To be very honest with you, in my opinion, after the Carter Three, like to me, Wayne just kind of fell off. Like, and I think that's where he started to get a little too comfortable. Like, with especially with like the Carter uh, Four and even Five. Like, I, I was. Like, I like the Carter Five. Eh. I, mean, I, I like. Got, I like the Carter like, Five. It's got a few like hits on it that I can't. I, I still fuck with, but it's not like the Carter Three. Like the Carter Three, I can put on right now and listen to it back to front, upside down, inside out, 
mm-hmm. with no like and it would still be like the first time that i heard it i'd be like oh ish this my jam like that's yeah. how i feel about the quarter three but for the rest of them eh, you know if i hear you know a song in the club by wheezy i'm like ah yay all right but other than that nah. i mean definitely no ceilings i would feel like is, is some of his best work at from a mixtape point of view and i and i hear that a lot um yeah like like that it's the uh no ceilings to me was like the old wheezy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the, the the carter three and before you know i don't know I, like i know you said that the carter three was more mainstream and i guess after he turned mainstream that's what kind of things started to go left i would say okay but yeah after, for me after the carter three it was like eh like it's it's i but it doesn't touch. It doesn't touch the Carter three. No, it doesn't touch the Carter three. But I, I think um, I have an appreciation for the Carter five, even though the songs are all like sound dated and they're older mm-hmm. songs. Um, the song we talked about, "Shooter Himself," um, that's one of my favorite. Um, hold on, let me pull this up right now. The Carter five track list. Because I know, if I'm not mistaken, um, he has Sanfa on the album and. I don't know if you know about Sanfa, but that man is a, a, a talent uh, beyond. Um, Sanfa, like, excuse me. Sanfa, he's the. Um, ain't he like a spoken word artist? Oh, no, he's a he's an R and B artist from the UK. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm getting him mixed up. With yeah, uh, he sampled sampled Sanfa on "Let It All Work Out." Um, yeah. I, I I I'll send you some Sanfa's music. Um, that was really good. Sanfa hasn't dropped anything recently. Uh, but Mona Lisa with Kendrick. Uh, Dark Side with Dark Side of the Moon with Nicki was good. Like I said, Mona Lisa was good. Can't Be Broken was really good. Let It Fly with Travis Scott. I wasn't a fan of Uproar. Um, Don't Cry. Um, with Tentacion. Famous oh, yeah. with Regina uh Regina Carter, his daughter. Yeah. Um, let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's I see. The thing with uproar, because I, like, especially like with you know, not so much me, but with you being from New York and mm-hmm. you know, the whole um, shake. from yeah, the Harlem yeah. Shake. Like, I think that's kind of set it off. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what you may be paying attention. Get, and I had this conversation yesterday with, uh, or oh, this morning with one of my reps because I had to go to work at six a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It was everybody. I think everybody likes this album from Wayne because it's a nostalgic. We got more Wayne music. It's not this Wayne music is amazing. It's we got more Wayne music, so I'm happy. And it's sort of like settling in in terms of just allowing Wayne to give us whatever and we'll take it. And eh, uh, like it is what it is, but I'm not going to take that as a. Uh, a thing and say, well, Wayne, Wayne gave us music, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna accept it. Right, but the thing is, we're we, like, we were waiting on the card of five for like a minute. Oh yeah, it, it's been, I want to say, at least two years we've been waiting on the card of five, maybe longer. I don't know. I, I know that. When no, it was uh, the card of five. We waited. I want to say four to five years. <laughs> even even longer. So, the card of five, <laughs> like the card of five, was a. Uh, it was a good reintroduction into back into the mainstream. So if he would have took that same wave and put it into the funeral album, 
I'm like, all right, cool. I, I, I get with it. Like you, you, you didn't fall off. You didn't, uh, you didn't uh, excel. You, you, you plateaued. You stayed at the same level. So it's not bad because the Carter five wasn't trash. Um, but I want to give Wayne his flowers. Uh, he is one of the, the dopest rappers of all time. Um, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give him his flowers, but this album wasn't it. It, it legit wasn't it. Um, I didn't. It was, yeah, I, I just, I, I can't get with it. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to listen through it again. Um, again, like I said, I only got the track three and I, I turned it off. Um, but uh, did you see his Noriega um, interview on Dream no, Champs? I haven't. I haven't seen his interview as as of yet. My my wife made a joke. Uh, she was like, "Why does it feel like you've watched this interview for like six straight days?" Because I watched <laughs> it in pieces. The interview's right. like two and a half hours long. So oh, like wow. every time before I go to bed, I'd be laying I'm laying in bed with my wife, and um, I I I watched the interview like for about fifteen to twenty minutes at at tops. Um, depends on how long I could take Wayne's voice talking, oh, and then um, I would go to bed next day, do the same thing over and over and over again. It's like it took forever. Um, oh, let me course correct uh, something I didn't say on last episode when I, I talked about crying. Um, times I cried, I forgot I, I mentioned I bawled like a baby during my, my wedding when my wife came down the aisle. So, Aww. my bad, babe, my bad, babe, you, you were right. Uh, I, I, I course correct that, but um. Yeah, that interview was um, two and a half hours. They asked about some stuff. The most I say I learned about this interview, uh, the interview with Wayne was they asked, because um, Noriega asked like so, uh, other rappers and stuff like that, do they have any questions for Wayne? Mm-hmm. And um, basically he reached out to a bunch of rappers and one of the rappers that responded was Jay-Z. And Jay asked Wayne talk, to talk about the time he tried to, um, sign Young Money uh, as a label to, I guess, Rock Nation. And Wayne was like, yeah, he tried to sign, but it was, wasn't on some like, oh, you want to, I want to, I want to take, I want to work on music. It was more of a making sure I was good type of shit. It was like, yo, I know you do dealing with a hard time right now, whatever, whatever, but here's what I can do for you. I'm going to give you some bread. I don't care who I have to sign, your mother, your brother, your cousin, your daughter, like to help you make sure you eat. And that type of mentality from someone that 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 people look to you as not like your rival, but your competition to want to say, yo, I got a lot of money, my nigga. I got you if you need it. Yeah. That's that's some respect shit on some man level shit. And yeah, man. and, and that's stories we always hear about Hove in terms of always looking out like yeah. uh, he paid. I don't know if you know that, but he paid Wayne's back taxes one time. Yeah, because he was in trouble with the IRS. Um, yeah, like yeah. yeah Wayne was in trouble with the IRS and Hove paid off the back taxes, which is, a, again, fucking amazing because, you know, niggas ain't going to do that shit on a daily basis oh, no. or just on a reg- on the strength. Yeah. And I look yeah, for nothing. dollars off my, my dude. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, not even, on like, not even something like, yo, I need something back from you, but it's on something like, yo, I, I respect who you are. I respect you as a father. I respect you as an artist. Yeah. I got you. Like two million dollars to hove is a drop in the bucket. Yep. That's like saying um somebody asked me to pay two dollars for them. Something ah, I got you. That's that's nothing. It's two dollars. Yeah. You ask for twenty, it's gonna be a different story. I ain't got it. <laughs> um, what else did they talk about during the interview? Oh yeah. Oh, they brought up they brought up Pusha T. They brought up um. Oh yeah. We'll they, they brought up uh Pusha T. What where did the the issue with Pusha T and 
him came about. And I, Wayne said he doesn't know, but I I have a strong feeling he's just saying that. Yeah. Um, but I know for a fact he knows. Not saying I know him personally for knowing, but I, it, it's well documented that he knows. And I did some research. He's on the whole, you know, push a push a thing. What is that? I think he's just trying to keep the peace, like on the whole push it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and that's fair. Yeah, it, it, I, I, from my research, it came from. It wasn't even a Pusha T Wayne beef to begin with. It was a Pharrell and Birdman beef. Yeah, and for you know Pharrell and Pusha T, like they're super cool. Um, responsible for one another's career. Well, Pharrell's responsible for his career taking off and shit like that. Definitely. And um, remember the song "What Happened to That Boy"? Yeah. So Pharrell never got paid for that song. Pharrell wow. did the beat and everything like that, and the hook. And well, Pusha T did the hook and closed the, the hook, but Pharrell right. never got paid for that. And Pharrell used to be like, yo, what's up with the money? What's up with the money? Never got it. But, you know, Pharrell being Pharrell was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not even worried about it anymore. I don't really care. Like, I'm making more money the other way. For me to constantly keep chasing you down is not going to do me any good. So Pusha T being that soldier that he is was like, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm taking this one on 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 the uh, on the chin. Like, I, I feel some kind of way about that. And the mentality that Pusha T has is... If you stand next to somebody that did me or my people wrong, you're getting shot too. So uh, the next person up was Wayne. And that's, this was around, I want to say, 04, where Wayne um, was from Pusha T and uh, Maps were the only rappers wearing Bape at the time because they were cool with Nigo. Nigo was cool with Pharrell. Okay. Um and Nigo is the CEO of Babe, the original owner and everything of that nature. Yeah. Um that's what I don't know if you ever heard of Play Clothes, Pusha T's clothing line and Malice no, Pusha clothing line. Really yeah, Play Clothes was their um their clothing line that actually derived from Bape because the Bape oh, Nigo gave them one of the logos for from Bape to to use. Okay. Um they called him Running Man Jack. But ah, okay. um so that, that whole thing, Pusha T and uh, Bounce was the only one wearing Bape, extra baggy, and da, da da And then Wayne started wearing it. And that's where the song Mr. Me Too came from. Wow. So it was like, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, me too. Like, it, that whole thing wow. became because of Wayne um, addressing, like, the, the clips. Yeah. So fast forward, um, Wayne... Uh, Pusha T still doing jabs at Wayne, whatever, whatever. Um, and then Drake comes about and Pusha T still with the same same mindset. If you stand next to somebody I'm f- I don't fuck with, you're getting shot too. And that's where the whole Pusha T and Drake beef came about. Yep. So we all know how that went. Um, <laughs> but that's the whole backstory of how this whole shit's happened. So when he's saying, oh, I don't know where it came from, it's like, dog, this is before you started losing your mind. So you know, like you wasn't insulated at that point where shit went left. Um, and it's another thing I didn't really like about the interview that they really didn't get into the Birdman owing you money and holding you hostage shit. It was more of a, 
it was a really good interview. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't to the point where you ask questions in terms of what really happened, why did this happen, how did you feel about it, and yada yada yada. Um, I know nobody wanted to respect him, but it was just like, ah, dog, like we. This is two interviews from Young Money Camp that we got that was very surface level to the point where it felt it didn't feel produced on this much as Wayne because Wayne was more open with the questions that he asked. But like the Drake with the Rap Radar that felt produced that felt like I just found out like if you go through the credits of that that interview with Drake and Rap Radar, Drake actually edited it and produced that that interview. So it's like, oh, what I, whatever I feel as though should not be in here, I'm taking it out because I'm going to edit it and then I'm going to give it to you to put it out. Wow. Yeah, so um, I felt the Wayne interview was more candid, but it didn't ask the questions that I felt should have been asked. Yeah, it, it, we need more answers, man. Yeah. Like, we need, we need just, more answers, man. Just more detailed answers, like yeah. what happened and why did it happen and how do you feel about that? Like those three questions right there would have – put a lot of people to understand because he could have even brought up the, the he didn't even bring up the Ross um, taking shots at Birdman. Didn't bring that up. Um, Khaled taking shots at Birdman. Didn't bring that up. Like, and it's like, you're, you're talking to somebody that has direct knowledge of the situation and how it played out. Why not speak to this person and, and get some, Try to try to pull something. Even if Wayne said, like, "Yeah, I don't feel like talking about it," you asked, you did your job, but not asking is like is, is like a disservice. That's it, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what's next. I want to talk about. Uh, uh, did you listen to Desires yet? No, I haven't. I haven't even listened to Desires. I haven't seen. Oh it. Like, it hasn't God. popped up on my email. So it's not on. It's not on Apple Music. It's only on Spotify. Oh, that's why. It's, it's nowhere to like download it and keep it. It's what? only on Spotify. This is the most toxic song ever. Oh my god! Now it's like I think I need to go download like, Spotify just to listen to it. It's 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 an amazing song. I, to me, Future got the best of Drake again on this on on this song, but this song is the most toxic song ever. It like. Future's talking about he tried to pay off a girl's student loans and she didn't oh, let him. Man. He tried to buy her a driver. She didn't let him. Um, it's it's wild. Like, this song is really good, though. I ain't gonna lie. I just, I, I'm just convinced that Future is toxic. <laughs> oh, F- Future and Drake is toxic. Future. <laughs> Future and Drake is like toxic A, toxic B. Like, there's, oh my God. there's no separating it. Like, both of these motherfuckers are the most toxic people alive. And women love it. I, and I applaud them for it because these women know what they're getting and they accept it. But the thing is, bro, like musically, like even with Future, like we already know how I feel about Drake. Mm-hmm. But with Future, it's like, dog, all your songs sound the same. Like it, they, they all sound the same. Like I want to say maybe one or two uh, Future songs that I like fuck with heavy is Turn On The Lights magic and mask off those three play that uh, like how you are with the kiki song that uh kia uh, kika 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 song yeah. that's how i am with those three songs okay like, i hate future but playing any one of those three oh it's over i'm gonna tell you right now you want to get me in my bag uh fucking some commas yeah. march madness 
um, shit and any of the future and weekend songs together. Any one of them. I, w- I would say you could pick low life is dope. I would. I you could pick low life. Any. This promise you. Pick any weekend and the future song. <laughs> that is my shit. Low life was my shit. I don't even know the other ones, but them shits are fucking amazing. <laughs> but and I, and I tell people all the time. I say you have to listen to, like you know the song is going to be fucking toxic and dark when the. This is a formula that everybody gives the weekend when they have weekend as a feature. You can go find any feature that the weekend was on up until last year or the year before last. Mm-hmm. The first minute and a half to two minutes, even Kanye did this. First minute and a half to two minutes is all the weekend. No one else. It's always the weekend to start the song. And that's how you know he's in the dark space. Yes. So you know it's going to be a fucked up ass song. It's gonna be a fucked up, amazing ass song, like um, <laughs> FML. Now you know I'm gonna go listen to that. Right? I'm, I'm telling you, every weekend feature, I'm gonna listen to it. L- listen, listen like, to oh, the features. Shit. It's a fucked up ass song, and it's gonna get you, and it's gonna be your shit. Like um, off the life of Pablo, fuck my life with yeah. Kanye. Yeah. Future had the first. I'm not future. Uh, weekend had about the first two minutes. Uh, what's the song with the weekend and Wiz Khalifa? Oh shit! Hold on, let me, let me try to pull this shit up. Um, because I was listening to it the other day. What uh, let me see. Hold on. The weekend uh, with that is when, like somebody needs to break the weekend's heart because that's when he produces all his best music. No, he doesn't get on drugs. Oh, remember me. Remember you. Right. Yes. Remember you. That's the one. Like, um, I'm trying to think who else. Weekend and and, and future. Weekend and Drake, uh, loving the crew, fucked up ass song, fucked up toxic ass song. But weekend, I'm telling you, weekend when weekend gets into that bag, when you give him the first two, two and a half minutes to himself, it's over. Did you have you heard Dark Times? Dark Times with Ed Sheeran. Mm, Let me see. Hold on. Oh my god. Hold on. When when did it come out? Um, I believe that was on his uh uh what was Beauty and the Madness um oh, uh, th- album. I I'm probably sure. did. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. wait, no, that 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 wasn't. It was Beauty and the Madness. I have that album. Oh wait, this song is currently not available in your country or region. What? Yes, for some reason, I probably I, I more than likely did. Apple Music be fucking bugging out. Um, I'm pulling it up on YouTube right now to see if I heard it, but I believe I did. Um, that beat behind the at Matt, uh, Madness album, I fucking one of my favorites. Like that's one of my favorite albums in the past, however many years. Um, that was Confession. No, no, no. Mm, it's up there. It's up there with Confessions to me. Really? Oh yeah, I heard this. Yeah. yeah. That. Oh my lord. Yeah. Oh, um, now, mind you, he didn't start the song off because I, I think it was, I want to say it was originally Ed Sheeran's song, and I think mm-hmm. he just put it on his album. But that, mm, 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 mm. when I say, yeah. like, and I'm sorry, if my mother is listening to this, I'm sorry, Mama, I promise <laughs> I've never done this. But that song makes you want to pop some pills and just oh. sit. That's, that's nah, that type of song. No, I'm going to tell you what song makes that's me want to pop that type of song. What type of song from the weekend makes me want to pop pills? I'm gonna tell you right now because it's off that album, and it's 
definitely off that album. Uh, Beauty Behind the Madness. Uh, let's see. Nah, I can't feel my face. It is Prisoner with Lana Del um, Lana Del Rey. Yeah, it's Lana. Oh, um, the Hills. That's oh god. Not and real life. Those three songs, I pop some pills to it. Those three songs, I pop some pills to those songs. That that reminds me of a dark period, but we're not going to talk about that. But again, a Weekend is a dark artist, and dark. when he gets into that bag, it's 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 time. Yeah. And I and I appreciate the Weekend. Um, let's see here. Uh, we talked about Wayne. We talked about Fires and Desire. I mean, Desires because you didn't listen to that yet. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yes, I did actually. Um, what did you think? So, where should we start? Should we start at the beginning? Should we start at the? Um, I didn't. I didn't make it to the Kobe uh, tribute. I, I was actually driving to the oh, house okay. where I, my 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 in law, my brother in law, and sister in law house to watch the game. Okay. Um, so I didn't watch the Kobe tribute. I just seen you know, on social media they just basically put the names up on the screen, had a moment of silence and stuff like that. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, that's that's all it was. It was really okay. um, just a moment of silence, and you know they put the pictures up on the screen and just called off the names of gotcha. Kobe and Gianna, and then uh, the, the Atabellis and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I know I walked in on what's her name, uh, Demi, Demi Lovato, Lovato, singing the national anthem. Child. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Why was Demi Lovato so dark? As far as like com- skin tone, skin tone. Maybe she, I don't know. Maybe she was vacationing here in Bermuda, and we just didn't know. I don't know, but nah. she looked kind of. <laughs> she, she, and in the end, <laughs> she looked dark. <laughs> she looked dark. Like she, was, uh, she, she got a little tan going on. I'm not yeah, sure, man. Yeah, I'm more than sure. a little. More, more than a little. She, she, she yeah. was brown skin almost. Brown skin, surely. Let's she she one. she she was almost brown like she was that caramel color. I don't know what tennis salon she went to because yeah. they and then you know what's funny? You can tell that she she went to a tennis salon or something of, of that nature because you could see it around her eyes where like her eyes were lighter like around her eyes were still lighter than her rest of her skin. I'm like, dog, what are you doing right now? And That's no one said anything about it, so I'm like, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> All right, cool. Yo. The thing is, though, I was, I mean, mind you, like, hands down, like, the, the overall performance. Oh, it was great. The national anthem, that was that was beautiful. And great. I'm so happy to see Demi back in her bag with, with the vocals because she, I'm sorry, she has lungs. Like, you can say whatever you want about her personal life and about her demons, but that girl has some serious lungs. She was like, a drug addict, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah, she was. Um, okay. She, she, she dated Kid Cudi? Or was that um no that was Amanda Bynes. Yeah, that was Amanda Bynes. <laughs> that's from all that. Jesus. I don't like you. But yeah, uh that's from all that. Uh but no, like she has pipes on her, man, and I don't think the like from my entire time watching the Super Bowl, for as mm-hmm. long as I can remember, it is probably only three people, now four, that have gave me goosebumps during the national anthem. Whitney better be one. Yep, Whitney Houston, hands mm-hmm. down. Okay. Beyonce. Beyonce did the national anthem? Yeah. I can't remember which year. Oh, I I, I don't remember that one. I remember she did the, the halftime performance. Don't remember oh. the national anthem, but... Yeah. Okay. Um, I can see that one. And 
actually three Demi. So because I can't really think of anybody else. That okay. I can't. Not that I can't think. I can't remember them. Um, because it wasn't that. Well, besides Fergie, but that's a whole. Oh hell no. <laughs> We see what she did. We see what she did at the All Star game. Yeah, oh my that God. that was something else. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we're gonna leave her out of this one. But no, like it's three people that have gave me goosebumps singing the national anthem at the at the Super Bowl, and Demi made number three. Okay. Yep, um, I can see that. It, it was. It, I don't know. I'm like maybe just like witnessing what she went through, you know, over the past two three years. And now seeing her back in this light, it's it's kind of refreshing. So I was happy to see that. Um, and like I said, she just has pipes, man. It was almost like because uh, Yolanda Adams uh, sung America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like Yolanda just pat, like set the stage and passed it the torch. Like, you bet. listen, I'm going to set this stage for you. I know Miss Yolanda don't curse, but don't F it up. So Yolanda Adams came on before her? Yeah, because she, she okay. did um, America the Beautiful. Okay, so I got I, I came in toward the middle of Demi's uh um God bless America. Okay. So yeah. But um yeah, it it was just really good to see Demi back in that light. And I mean that's good. I I didn't really remember her documented uh um her demons. Um I just remember hearing about it here and there, but never really focused on it. Right. Um because she's of the Caucasian variety and doesn't really uh Oh, I'll leave it there. I'll just leave it there. I hate that. Uh, I mean, listen, colonizers got to take care of their own, <laughs> and that's on. That's on. We didn't draft her. Um, <laughs> Nigga, what? It, I'm, I'm being honest. Like we didn't draft her. Like we didn't draft her. I mean, we she we we we, we even gave back Justin Bieber shit. <laughs> the fuck? No, we never had Justin Bieber. No, 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 no. No, no. no we, we we had him for a moment. No, we had him for a no, moment no, no, the until hell? that the, the nigga the nigga shit surfaced. Oh uh, well, <laughs> then when the nigga shit surfaced, it was we like we don't want, we, I, we, I we, we waving him. That, that not you know it was funny when Justin Bieber uh that whole nigga shit came out. That's when he started doing the church shit. He was like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get married. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a church and go to because they ain't getting rid of me. Fuck this. They can't they can't get rid of somebody that's going to church. Oh shit. No. Uh, Think about it. That 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 um <laughs> him harmonizes the word nigga and 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 then like literally I wanna say two months later, you found out he was uh in church all of all the time <laughs> and he was following this this mega church dude, like mm, we know what you were doing. You know we know what you're doing. You damn heathen. Ain't nobody gonna cancel you because you with the church now. No man, I, look, I never claim Justin Bieber. The only Justin I acknowledge is Timberlake. That's it. Listen, Justin Timberlake made one of the greatest diss songs of all time. Well, <laughs> two of them. He made two of the greatest diss songs. Of all time. Um, Crime and River. Yep. And what goes around comes around. That's two of the greatest diss songs Ooh. of all times. Crime and that that album, uh, it's not twenty twenty. It's uh, Future Like Sun Sound. Yeah. That. I have Confessions as the greatest R and B album of all time, and Future Left Suck, Future Sex Love Sound number two. And I can see that. And I wish, I wish, I wish Mirrors was on Future Future Sex Love Sound. I love Mirrors to death. 2020 experience wasn't really my thing. What? Mirrors. Oh, my God. Mirrors is fucking amazing. Yes. 
I, I, again, I'm not saying it was bad. It wasn't my thing. But he put Mirrors on that bitch, and Mirrors was fucking amazing. Like, Mirrors is the best song off that fucking album. Um, you can't argue that. You you cannot yeah. argue. I, I, I would give you that. I would give you that. You cannot argue. M- Mir- Dog, Mirrors was so good, he performed it at the Super Bowl. Yeah, because he performed the Super Bowl last year, right? Yeah. Last year or the year before? Yeah, that's last uh, uh, who did last year? year? He did it one year today. The year he was doing Man in the Woods. I think it might have been last year. I think it was because I think the year before that was Beyonce. Yeah, the year before that was Beyonce. Uh, it was Beyonce and Bruno Mars. And Cole. yes, and then the year before that was Katy Perry. Right. Okay, so it yeah. was last year then. All right. Yeah. But no, no. Listen, the one thing like I've always been a fan of J- JT ever since Insync days. But when he branched off solo and did Cry Me a River, oh my lord. I wanted to learn every single dance step from that video. And I don't dance. Let me just I mean, you gotta look at it like this. He had the one of the greatest producers of all time helping him. Tim. Tim. Yeah. For sure. Timbo. Timbo. He had Timbo. Timbo. And Timbo put his Timbo even helped uh what's her name? Fergie. Yeah. He was he helped Fergie. He helped Justin. Like Justin had a career of uh, of all careers because of Timbaland, and that's, that's and and that's being real. Like, granted, he's a great artist, great singer, great dancer, but man, let's let's speak facts. He th- those Timbaland beats, those directions, and those songwriters helped Justin Timberlake out immensely. I and completely agree. But but again, I can't take away from him because Mirrors is an amazing song. And uh like that's Future Sex Love Sound. This is one song on there. Um Losing My Way. Oh my god. Oh god. Like you yeah. wanna see me cry? Play Losing My Way. <laughs> Play Losing Losing My Way. I don't know what it is. Just thinking about the beat that yeah. No, that not even the beat. Goosebumps. Hi, my name is Bob. Yeah. When he get into that bag? Oh my god! When he get into that bag? How my name is Bob? I'm like, oh, I know where he going with Bob. <laughs> Bob about to be a drug addict. He about to work twelve hour days. Like, like that song Big is put down a pipe. Oh god! That 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 song is fucked up. That song fucked up. And then um the other one is oh god, oh, god. What's the other one that he had on Future Sex Love Sound that I fucking love? Um, like, I love that. Again, I love that whole album. But, like, these songs stick out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Losing My Way. And... Um, what was it? Until the End of Time? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, Until the End of Time. That's not a good one. Um, I think Summer Love was good for me as well. Yeah, I think you said that before. Summer Love was your shit. Summer Love, yeah, Summer Love was. Still is my yeah. shit. Um, Chop Me Up was really good. To this album when I leave here. That album, this album is fucking amazing. This album is fucking amazing. I can, I can, I can skim, skip Sexy Back. Because like it, it got so big, I just got annoyed with it. Um, but yeah, this album is uh, amazing, and losing my way is this fucking top tier. I don't know if it's like the beat of sexy ladies, but it's just something about sexy ladies that does something to me. 
<laughs> I, I think it's because I think it's the beat and then how it transi- transitions into the um, let me talk to you and then my love because my love, mm-hmm. yo, play my love. It's it's over. Ti's part. <laughs> oh, it's over. Over. I, I like okay? the over. Um, the the my love the just the beat part. I love the song, but the beat part when he just like it's just the beat alone and Timbaland starts going ham. My shit. Yo. My shit. That's what I'm saying. That's the listen. The only Justin I acknowledge is Justin Timberlake. Be listen, y'all. listen. We had Bieber. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not proud of it. But we claimed Bieber for a good second. I, I want to say I a was, good summer. I wasn't a part of that vote. A good summer. It was a summer. It was a summer. That's why. You know what? I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. And you're gonna cuss me out. You're gonna cuss me out. Cause I know you're gonna cuss me out. I gave Justin Bieber one of the. I said he had one of the greatest soca songs of all time. The fuck? Listen, that sorry. song he came out with. You know what song I'm talking about? I know you're not talking about. Sorry. Yes. I would, boy. I just, listen. I'm just saying. I was. I'm. I, listen. I was caught up. Listen. That 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 summer that song came out. That shit was hard. Where's my drink? That, that shit was hard. They ain't even got liquor in here. God damn. <laughs> that song was hard. Like I would get, I would say this. I love that song, but really, the time listen. I, I wish I could jump through this microphone right now. I'm just saying that song. Like, I, it might have not been the greatest soca song, but it was the highest selling soca song of all time. That's not even a soca song, man. It, it, it sounded soca ish. Oh my god! Oh, my. he 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 didn't culture vulture it. He definitely culture vultured. He culture vultured. Let me he, just he, put a PSA in there to any Bermudian he, or island he, folk that is listening. I apologize on behalf. Of I apologize Christ. too. I apologize um, too. Please but don't listen. yell at him. <laughs> no, I I, I, no. I, go I, ahead, I, yell at me. I understand. I, 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 I can take I, it. I'm taking. I'm I'm defending <laughs> you right now. Listen, I'm I'll just be defending. I'm being honest. Listen. I would, if I didn't understand I was wrong, I would have not brought it up. I would have not brought it up. But I understand I'm wrong. I get it. I understand. I, I want to say that was the summer of 2015. Oh my god. Was it 2015? I want to Hold say that it was can't, 2015. That can't be for 2015. Hold on. I'm gonna Bro, pull this I'm bitch up. I'm pretty sure it was 2015. I'm pretty uh, sure it's I'm pretty sure sorry dropped summer 2015. Justin Tim, oh, Justin Bieber. I'm pretty sure uh, 2015, maybe early 2016. I, I want to say 2016. Shit, it was 2015. It was 2015. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, listen, man. Oh, I'm, you had so much hits and soca bops during. So I, I, I'll speak again. I don't like soca music. Oh god. I don't like soca, and I don't like steel pan. Oh dear god. I'm being honest. Soka and Steel Pan are not my two favorites. Like, and here's why. I lived in Flatbush. Oh heart God. of fucking <laughs> the Labor Day Parade. Like, you make a left-hand turn or a right-hand turn and walk about five blocks, you're going to end up with a Labor Day Parade. It's going to let off at. So, very true. when, I, when I, Juve, lie. when Juve and Labor Day came about, all I would hear when when I'm trying to sleep at night and I had to go to work the next day, yep. or just trying to sleep at night is bare steel pans, and it just it 
it's like I couldn't do it. Like it it fucked with my head to the point where just like, yo, I'm gonna kill somebody. I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. If I hear one more steel pan, I'm gonna throw something <laughs> at someone. Like I used to beg for it to rain on Juve and Labor Day. Beg. Oh, I used to beg just so I would hear it. Listen, I I had to work. Okay, maybe not rain, bro. Rain. I had to work. That was the only way for them to stop. And even then, it wasn't stopping. <laughs> no, even then, it wasn't stopping. in the rain. Yeah, they were fetting in the rain. I wish they fell in the rain, too. <laughs> Shit. Like, yo, I'm telling you, like, do you understand? Like, yo. you, you'll get home after a long day of work. It's about 9, 10 o'clock. You you take a shower, you lay down about eleven o'clock now. And then at eleven fifteen, all you had steel pans out your window. And you like, yo, what the fuck? And the steel pans were so bad, I would have my AC going, the window AC. You know them just loud. And I would still hear the, the steel pans over the ACs. Oh shit. That's it. Like you know what? I'm a I'm a I'm gonna I'll allow that. I would allow that because I'm guilty of it, you know, because that was what? I think I did Carnival or, or Labor Day maybe twice or three mm-hmm. times when I was living in New York. So I, I would I would give you that. I was probably amongst those people that would annoy the shit out of you. <laughs> and, and that's what it was. It's just that I could not take it. All right. Like, I'll, I'll I, allow that. I'll take it back. <laughs> I'll take it back. But damn it, it don't just... you ever compare Justin Bieber to a soca song ever again. Lord have mercy. Just, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, it just it was bad. Um, but I, I apologize for that. I apologize for Justin Bieber. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna uh do that again. <laughs> do that again. Uh but back to the Super Bowl. Um I'm happy we, the the Chiefs won. Andy Reid deserved the championship. Definitely. Um I give him that he deserved that one he's lost too many times to cough coughlin from the giants and uh what's his name bill belichick so he deserved this one it's been a long time coming uh patrick mahomes uh he's half colonizer half black um so he's one of the first he's one of three black quarterbacks to have won the super bowl um the first and last 30 years um but he is half colonizer so he's the first half and half uh, to win the Super Bowl, um, I know. I know what you want to touch on. You want to touch on the halftime show. Oh yes, Lord. Um, yes, Lord. I know we we have to take a break because we are approaching that hour. Um, and then we can come back. Uh, but go ahead. We have about eight minutes left. So I just I just want to make this perfectly clear. Um, These are your thoughts, not your not not mine. Not 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 shy's. Uh, so if the wife is listening, just you know, don't worry. It's all my fault. Just don't don't hit him for this. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is gonna bear my babies. Um, <laughs> Shakira is gonna be my ex-wife twice removed. And uh, yeah, I just want to put that out there that Jennifer Lopez can still bear my babies, even though she's fifty years old. And even though I would much rather marry. A melanated black queen. However, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Don't try to clean it up now. Don't <laughs> try to clean that shit up now. Jennifer Lopez will bear my babies. Don't ask how it's going to happen. I just want to put that out there. 
uh but no the halftime show was it was it was really good man um especially like with everything that's going on in regards to like the 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 travel ban um that the orange man has been trying to forge mm-hmm. on you know mexicans and you know people outside of the borders um I really think it was a great slap in the face to the orange man and any racist. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. It was, it was definitely a slap in the face, and I'm so glad that happened. Um, but from a performance standpoint, it was it was good. Uh, Shakira, like she set that that stage ablaze, man. I've always been a fr- fan of Shakira. She is gorgeous, and it, it listen just to give y'all an update. Her hips still don't lie. Those <laughs> hips, man. Oh my Jesus. Let me tell you something. I, I tweeted it that if my shorty learned how to belly dance, she's getting pregnant. And then I found out that my shorty does belly belly dance. So yeah, my shorty's getting pregnant and Jennifer Lopez. So you know, I'm just gonna be out here popping out these children left, right, and center. Uh, um, I like I, I liked it. Um, I felt as though you, did you see the memes about um ja Rule screaming be let in while he outside the Super Bowl? <laughs> what? Yo, so so people had posted. You, you know who Eric Andre is? No. Uh, Eric Andre has this show on Adult Swim where he's like this off the wall guy, mm-hmm. and he has this uh, this is meme of him pulling out a gate screaming let me, let me in, and they said that was Ja Rule outside the Super Bowl when Jennifer Lopez got on stage. I started dying. <laughs> but the thing Yo, is, I when when Jennifer Lopez started performing, I don't know what it is because I mean I know I'm not a, a diehard New Yorker. But mm-hmm. I do consider myself a part of the New York culture. Mm-hmm. But she started performing Jenny from the Block uh-huh. and went into Ain't It Fun. Like, I just lost my shit. I was sitting <laughs> there. I was just like, hell yeah. I feel like I'm back in New York. It's game on. Like, it was just a, a, a very precise and great moment for me when she started performing. You know? So I didn't get to hear most of her performance because I was in the house and everybody was talking and having fun. So. Right. That is what it is. Um, um, then Bad Bunny and J, Val- J Balvin came out. I appreciated that because, again, the Spanish culture and everything like that. I did see when somebody said Pitbull should have came out. Um, I agree with that. Pitbull is huge staple in the Miami community, so totally understand that. Um, but the Super Bowl performance was cool. Um, I had one of my uh, my reps yes- yesterday tell me that um, that was one of the greatest halftime performances ever. I said, Lack of a better word, I didn't say it, but I thought I said, "Bitch, you fucking crazy," because um, you have you ever seen Michael Jackson just stand on stage for fifteen minutes and not say a word, not say nothing, and the crowd go crazy. Crazy, crowd was losing their shit. And we're not going to talk about the Prince performance. Oh hell, no! no. Singing "Purple Rain" while it's raining. No, mm-hmm. like we ain't going to no, do we that. Gonna talk about that. No. We ain't going to talk about Beyonce formation. We ain't going to do that either. Uh, we even going to talk about Justin Timberlake. Nope, we ain't going to do that. Nope, like we ain't going to do that. Like. You can't say that was one of the greatest performances ever. And no. Shit. Fucking even Travis Scott. Travis Scott came out last year. He did, didn't he? Yeah. I don't remember that, but I, I, I know he did. That, that, that's when he did the SpongeBob thing for Sicko Mode. Yes. I don't, okay, now I remember that. I remember, yeah, they, as soon as you said Sicko, um, the SpongeBob, I remember that. Yeah, they did the SpongeBob thing for Sicko Mode. Um, but let's take a stroke break right quick um, and then we'll come back with the rest of the topics because we're approaching that hour. But uh, we'll be right back with you guys. All right, guys, we're back. Um, had to take a short intermission. Had to take the ground beef out the fridge. Uh, <laughs> had to take the ground beef out the fridge. 
Yeah, because you don't want wife to come home and be upset. Lord have mercy. Nah, nah, it's Taco Tuesday too. Oh, yes. Oh, it's Taco you. Tuesday. So what I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> um. So yeah, we touched on the Super Bowl. Um. Mm-hmm. Not more. Not more we could say about it. Uh. You 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 showed your infatuation for. Uh. What's her name? Uh. Shakira and J Lo. <laughs> um. But yeah, overall, really good Super Bowl. Really good. Uh. Really, really, really good. Um, uh, uh, night of sport game overall. Yeah. So, um, truly appreciate that. And it wasn't on some blowout. It was going that way, then turned around. But uh, yeah, yeah, a really good Super Bowl. Really back. good game. I'm, I'm Chiefs happy. came back. Yeah, truly appreciate that. Um, let's talk on. I want to save the the two funny topic topics for last. Which is the G E Z and Rihanna. Okay. Um, but you want to talk about the did you see the Joaquin Phoenix accepting speech? Man, I saw that and I, I it's it left me speechless. Like it really and it, it's a good speechless because You have a different take than you have a different take than I do, but my, really? my take is funny. My take is funny. Oh Lord. <laughs> but I mean, I I guess it's because he's he said what a lot of people have been saying for a while and mm-hmm. the fact that i mean because don't get me wrong joker was an excellent movie i know a lot of people have their their own perspectives on it but from someone who is an advocate on mental health and mental um bringing awareness to mental health mm-hmm. he did an outstanding job on the joker so to see him pretty much use that I don't want to say that hype but use that platform for something that was so monumental for mm-hmm. mental health to shed light on people of color and mm-hmm. giving them their accolades like I have no choice but to love Jacqueline Phoenix I, yeah. I have no choice like um, I loved them after the movie but I have no choice now yeah Joaquin Phoenix was a, a great actor um, I'm trying to, if I'm not mistaken, I know he's Spanish. He's Hispanic. He, yeah, I believe his, is he Puerto Hispanic? Rican? I think he's Puerto Rican. Let me Google this. Uh, it says that he's Puerto word. Rican and American, but mm-hmm. his Wikipedia says his mother is, uh, Jewish. Okay. Um, I, think so, I do remember seeing that somewhere. Yeah, but he, he's from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Okay. He was born Joaquin Rafael Bottom. So what? he was born in Port. Yeah, his name is Joaquin Rafael Bottom. That's his. As in legit. bottom, top yeah. bottom, top bottom. Yeah, his last name is Bottom. His father's name is John Bottom. I'm sorry. I'll be there. Uh, but yeah, his mother is Jewish. His father's Puerto Rican, and he was born in Puerto Rico. But um, so my take on this, it was like again, great, great monumental speech. You talked about something that should be talked about. Mm-hmm. But watching that 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 um, acceptance speech, I took away this. Every time he paused and he uh, he, he said, mm, mm, it was like his mind was telling him, "Don't say it," and his mind was telling him, "Your career is going to the shitter after today. They're <laughs> never going to hire you for anything ever else." And his body was just like, "I gotta say it." His heart was like, "I gotta say it." His mind was like, "Don't say it." And like you can literally see that struggle 
yeah, on stage like yeah he was like I, I i should not be saying this i should not be saying this i'm gonna say it oh shit i'm saying it i'm saying it i'm saying it and you can hear it like he he, he, it in his voice. he keeps pausing and it's like his mind is telling him like yo your career is over your career that like, no one's ever going to hire you again for like for speaking out on something you should be speaking out on like his mind was telling him you should have just shut up you should have just yeah parted ways accepted your speech and accepted your trophy award and bounced but you did this which is a, a an amazing thing you did you did an amazing thing joaquin but you can hear it that it, it, it sounds it, like it came from a place of regret knowing what's going to come forward and knowing what's going to happen after this and don't get me wrong i don't think they're going to stop um hiring him Mm-hmm. don't think it at all because of the fact about he made that speech and it's going to look like a direct retaliation for what he said but you know Hollywood don't give a fuck so they were just yeah. like so it's our city it's our town it's our movie studios we do what the fuck we want but uh, that was my take that you can see it and hear it in him that he can hear his career coming to a screeching halt as he was saying what he was saying and again, I commend him. I thank him for saying it because it's what's needed to be said that people of minority descent does not get the same accolades, the yeah. same uh, opportunities, and we don't get the same look in general um, in terms of Hollywood. Uh, did you see what Lakeith Stanfield came out and said? Yeah, he said that he um, they should hire him to be the next Joker. And- Which I think is amazing. I was just about to say, I, I can see that. Um, hey, here's the funny part about that. I came up with a scenario mm-hmm. about how it could be done, too. Because Joaquin's Phoenix Joker was not the Joker Joker that we know and love. Yeah, no, it was more yeah. the, the backstory to it's, how the Joker I've, became. Yeah, there you go. So Joaquin Phoenix, basically, the Joker story was, okay, the Joker was basically a persona that can be passed from person to person. Yeah. Same as the Red Hood, mm-hmm. um, and the 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 Joker that was actually the the real Joker that we grew to love was once the Red Hood, which mm-hmm. once is a comedian, which turned into crazy motherfucker. But mm-hmm. um, the way they're going with this uh, Joker scene, uh, Joker story is, is that the Joker bred a bunch of people that rebelled against the system yeah. um i don't know if you ever watched batman beyond no i haven't seen that batman beyond was a cartoon that came on in the early 2000s mm-hmm. basically it they, they were called the joker gang it was no longer just the joker it was the joker gang um and then heard of it. and then um the the joke so the way i see it is like this joaquin phoenix bred a bunch of people that that idolized the joker and then Lakeith Stanfield was one of those people that idolized the Joker and became the one that was the super rebellious one, the one that stood out and was like, I'm the Joker, I'm him, he is I, and he's the one that goes up against Batman, which is, uh, what's the dude from um, Twilight? Uh, Edward Pettis? Edward Pettis? Uh, I think it's Ed, the, the, the vampire? Yeah. Yeah, so he's playing the new Batman that's coming out. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's playing the new Batman. And so I'm like, I can see that duality now where you make Joker black and because uh, what's her name? 
uh not Zazi Beats. Uh what's um what you call his daughter? Lenny Kravitz's daughter name. Zoe oh, Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Cat yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Um and what's the dude from Westworld? The the Hispanic guy. Oh Jesus. Um he's playing Commissioner Gordon. So what people are realizing is like, okay, you have a Hispanic black commissioner Gordon. That means Barbara Gordon Batgirl is black. Yep. So it makes sense to like, you know what? Fuck it. Make Joker black and let Lakeith Stanfield play it. And it is shit can be amazing. Like, cause look, if you watch Atlanta, you realize Lakeith is fucking out there. He can play those characters. I'll be very honest with you. I, um, I've watched, I want to say maybe five or six um, episodes from. You better Atlanta. not say nothing about bad about no, no, Atlanta. No, no, I, I love oh. Atlanta. I just haven't had the time to to get back into it. Oh, but um, no, yeah, I they, love they, it. It's two seasons coming out this year, so. Really? Okay. Yeah, Season I haven't. I haven't. I haven't gotten the chance to get back into it. Um, because like I said, it's on the the Netflix here, and we normally get it like late. Okay. So I didn't really start watching it until like maybe late last year. But then of course I saw him in Get Out. But I knew Lakeith Stanfield was out there when I saw Sorry to Bother You. Did that, you see that shit. You haven't seen that? Oh Mm-mm. my god. That shit. That listen, I don't even know where to start on that. All I can say is just watch it. It, okay. it, it started off, you know, it started off good I, I i got where it was coming from and then it just kind of went left and i was like what the absolute fuck and that's when i knew i was like this motherfucker is really out there and i'm like yo this dude it, it's it's just something so intriguing about him mm-hmm. but it's also very scary yeah um, I, can, I can see that and then you know i i followed him on instagram a, a few times like not, not following him per se but like i've seen a few posts from him and I'm just like, he's a very interesting character. He's a very interesting person. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely see him being the Joker. Like, I I don't think there's anybody else of, coming from a, from a black person that I can see playing that role with such eloquence. And I can so- see Donald Glover doing it. No. How, oh, you, you haven't watched the, uh, the, the Teddy, what his name is? Teddy something episode of uh, Atlanta. No, that I, might I have been. That. Let me let me find the, the exact name, but that might be the most creepiest episode of Atlanta that I've ever seen. Really? That, okay. Like it was, it was that good. Like, um, it was called Teddy Perkins. Teddy if you Perkins Google Teddy Perkins, and you see that po- that that photo. Mm-hmm. That is Donald Glover in. Oh wait, no, I have seen that because wasn't he on like the the, uh, the, the award the Oscars? Show? Yep, the, yes. the Emmys, Emmys, and Oscars, one or two. Yes, I remember but, that. Okay, but the, no, but that, that white guy was there, and then Donald Glover was at the award show. But on set of Atlanta, um, Donald Glover was in the Teddy Perkins outfit. That was mm-hmm. Donald Glover, but even the cast didn't know. Like the the cast members did not know. Hair and makeup, put him in there, and he went out there and performed. But like, if you, if you watch that episode, the shit is so fucking creepy. Like the episode, <laughs> like people talk about that episode to this day when you bring up Atlanta because the episode was just fucking wild, wild and fucking creepy. And it was just for the fact that 
um, that Donald Glover played that that character, and when they when they did the the castmates talk about it, they're like, "Yo, we didn't even know it was Donald in there. We we was talking to the guy, and he wouldn't speak to us, or he said little things and was just off putting, and and that type of mind that can just like turn that on and off is fucking amazing, and I think he can do a great job as a uh, as um what's that nigga name as Joker." Yeah, I'm trying to think what else black guys can play, like African American or just like minority can play uh, the Joker really well. Um, that's the only two I can I can think off the top of my head. That's not like a um a well like not they're well known, but it's not a uh, a conventional choice because mm-hmm. everybody would go with oh pick Ildris or somebody of that stature no. where it's like a big name. But you need that that method actor that can get yeah. into that mindset. No, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Idris Elba. Like I, ooh, that tall, fine this. chocolate man. Um, but no, I can't see him playing the Joker. Um, he, he's more of a like an action, you know, like a yeah, action, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I can't remember what movie it was, but I think he wasn't even playing an action. Oh, uh, the movie with the white woman. I hate to say it like that. Oh, movie about the, something like that. Is it Into the Woods? Not moving mountains or some shit like that. Yeah, somewhere they were in the mountains. Yeah, snow one, and all that. Yeah, that and um the one with Beyonce, Obsessed. I think that's uh, the only two that, that I have seen him that's just not kicking somebody's ass. But um, um, That is Little Girls. Oh, right. Yes, he was in Tyler's. No, he still ended up kicking someone's ass. But um, it wasn't like an did. action movie. Well, yeah, that's true. It wasn't like an action movie. Uh, even his um character on the wire, Stringer Bell, uh, really good actor. Yeah, he was um, on that. Um, I love Luther. I actually had the I'd seen that they got the new episodes up, so I gotta actually watch that. I still haven't watched that. Um, Luther's really good. Like the first season's like four episodes. You know, y'all BBC motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. Um, and I, I'm a, like, I really love like. T- okay, so here's the, here's the funny. All right, and I'm probably gonna get yelled at. I'm probably gonna get screamed at. Until he done, or until he did, sorry, because that was just bad grammar. Until, until he done. <laughs> until he did uh, Takers, I didn't realize that he was British. Oh, yeah, I knew he was British from Jump. I didn't realize I remember, that he was British. I remember after The Wire, mm-hmm. uh, he had an interview, and I heard it, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I uh, he was British. I was like, oh, my God, you just that just made you 10 times sexier. Lord have mercy. I'm sorry. I'm just a sucker for a tall, dark man with a British accent. Yeah, you're fine. Um, so since you're you guys are with the BBC and all that over there, have you ever watched the movie Attack the Block? No. You know John Boyega is British too, right? Who's John Boyega? He he's in a Star Wars movie, the black guy. Oh yes, 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 yes. So know. this That's is one name? of his John Boyega, yeah. So one of his earliest movies that he he was discovered from was called Attack the Block. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a a British movie. Like when I mean British, I mean like everybody in that movie has the fucking British accent. Um, <laughs> you watched uh, what's that show called? Um, Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. Remember the guy that played uh, not the Human Torch. Um, I can't remember what it, but him and Victor Stein used to get together and they uh, make the one guy and they used to be oh, um, um, Firestorm. Firestorm, yes. Uh-huh. The black the black kid that played Firestorm, he's, he's in that really? movie too. Yeah, he's in that Breach Birds too. 
What the hell? He's in that movie as well. I'm just He's in that movie, um, Attacker Block. I didn't know he was British. Yeah. Oh, I, I need to learn how to do that shit. I really um, if I'm not mistaken, um, Black Panther is British too. Shut up. Chadwick uh, Boseman? Chadwick Boseman. If I'm not mistaken, he went to some prestigious uh, school in Britain for the act- acting. Oh, Chadwick. No way. I thought he went to... Um, What's that school called? It was an HBCU. Oh, Lord Jesus. Why does it escape I want to say Howard. I thought he went to Howard. Was it Howard or Hampton? Um, oh, no. He's American. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He went to... Uh, Classmates uh, Oxford. He went to a summer program in for the British American Drama Club. Oh, okay. He's from South Carolina. Okay, but which this, which, which college did he go to? Because I don't want uh, listen. I don't want my HU people coming after me. I don't know if it was Howard or Hampton. Uh, college. He went to Howard. Okay, so he went Howard? to the real HU. Oh, <laughs> I want to fucking. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say Howard that. Hampton. I don't care. I'm not finna get my ass beat. Uh, not when I come back out there. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he uh, but those two uh, those two on that movie and that movie is really good. It's about aliens um invading the hood of Britain. Oh, I gotta check that out. That, that shit is amazing. I gotta check that out. That sounds yeah. interesting. I love me a little alien movie. I'm still trying to get abducted by him. Let me not say that too loudly. Uh, <laughs> like, why is she you so by yourself on that one? <laughs> like, take me to your leader. Right, me let's up, touch on it. I'm ready. Let's touch on this Diddy and May shit. Okay, so what's the what's the take on that? Because right. like I've I've slightly touched on. I mean, I've slightly read up on it, and I really right. didn't pay too much attention to it. So what's going so, on? With that? Well, basically, what happened was, and I'm gonna just. Uh, Cliff notes and just give you the bullet points of this. Mm-hmm. Um, back when Mace was nineteen, um, he signed with Diddy. Right. Diddy gave him twenty thousand dollars for his publishing. Okay. The contract for Mace's publishing basically was until the he was the age of fifty. So he gave him twenty thousand dollars for his publishing until the age of fifty. Mace was nineteen. That's thirty-one years. Uh, basically, Diddy's on. Got to receive this Oscar, um, not not Oscar. What's this shit called? The uh, Grammy for Icon Award, and he got up there preaching black excellence, black ownership, um, and artists owning their own stuff. And Mace was like, "Yo, dog, you you're you're preaching all this on your own shit, but you own my masters, uh, you own my my publishing. I've been trying to get it back from you, and I offered you two million dollars for my my uh, publishing." And you legit turned me down and told me if I can offer you what the European guy offered you, then you'll accept my offer. But wow. you've had my publishing. Mace is 42 right now. You've had my publishing for 23 years. Like wow. you've made millions upon millions of dollars yeah. from my publishing. And you're screaming this black excellence, black love, black, all this stuff. But you don't want to give back my publishing. And I understand where he coming from but here's my thing everybody's up in arms and talking about this now right mm-hmm. um jay-z volume two if you go back to the song called ride or die mm-hmm. that whole song is about mace and because jay-z and mace had a little beef so when jay-z said i i can make more money off your album than you it's because puff owned his publishing and if hove was on mace's album hove would probably made more money off of mace's album than him so um 
but like these stories are not new. If you like, you listen to music or you just like ingrained yourself with early hip hop. Mm-hmm. We knew about Diddy doing this. Uh, the locks famous, the most famous one was the locks when they used to threaten, um, they used to threaten Diddy. Uh, Jada kids almost threw a fridge at him. Um, and if you go back to, I think it's we are the streets or the LOX album. Um, you can hear when they do skits, um, uh, We'll be raping you, raping you, raping. Oh, Welcome wow. to Raping You Records. And they were talking about Puff. Wow. And all those skits was about Puff. Wow. Yeah, so um, this all the skits on those Locks albums was about Puff. And it's not like um, it was a surprise. And people from New York knew about Puff's uh, dealings in terms of contracts and publishing for years because they literally want to kill Puff. And and it's funny because um, we all know who Shine is. Isn't Shine from Bermuda? Or he from Belize? No, he from Belize. Belize, Belize, Belize from Belize. Belize yeah. um, so Shine first album, which a lot of people, including myself, really love. Um, Shine got all his publishing and uh, sales money from that album because he took that rap charge for Diddy, that club yeah. shooting with J Lo. Uh, yeah. So I it's famously known that Diddy gave him his money back because he shot that club up and went to jail for basically life. Um, crazy. And so when he gave him back that publishing, everybody's like, "Okay, it's nothing new that Diddy holds your contract above your head and won't let it let that shit go." And so people are up in arms now, and I'm just like, "Y'all, if y'all did y'all research, y'all will understand Diddy is fucked up notoriously for uh, taking people publishing shit." He had. Um, Black Rob's publishing, yeah. um, uh, G Dep. Um, Didn't he have Loon at one point? Who? Loon. I think it was Loon. Yeah, Loon. Yeah, yeah, Loon. Um, he had Total. Yeah. Uh, Mary J. Yeah. Uh, like he's had tons of people's publishing, and it's not, it's not nothing new. So when Mace came out and said it, I was like, well, we we we've, we've already known about this. Um. And hope hope let us know about it. It's just people just fail to realize to understand who they were talking about in terms of um, certain songs and publishing rights and stuff like that. But it's fucked up. Um, if if what he said is true, but we don't know, or what, but if if what Diddy said, if what May said, Diddy said was true about if you can offer me what the European offer me, then I'll give it back to you. It's fucked up. That's really messed up. Man. It's fucked up because you're preaching black excellence. You're preaching black ownership. You're preaching um, in, uh, artists being independent and doing what they need to do. But then you're holding your mans that that you've owned their publisher for 23 years. Uh, they're publishing at, at ransom because someone's offering you more money. Granted, you're a businessman. You're about business. But then you're also in, preaching empowerment and wanting, to, wanting people to uh, own their own shit. But you're not you're not gonna give it to them. Yeah. And even if you say, all right, here, the two million dollars buys you back this much of your publishing, and what we can do is we could work off these splits, and then until your publishing is paid out, I can we we can continue the splits until your publishing is paid out at this amount. And once it's paid out at this amount, you can have your full publishing back. Um, even if you say, all right, the two million dollars will get you seventy uh thirty percent of your publishing back. So I'll take seventy and then let's say um, another $8 million will get you back your, um, your, your, your full publishing. I'll take 70% of your publishing from moving forward. 
you'll take the 30% and you'll continue getting your publishing. Um, I'll continue getting 70% up until the $8 million mark is hit. And then you can get back your full publishing. Even as you said, something like that would have been like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. We're working. We're working towards a better thing. And if I get more money here and there doing shows, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just giving you money. It's allowing me to get my shit back. But when you tell it, when you telling me, um, you, if you offer me the money, the European offer me, you can have it, or you can wait till you're 50 and get it back. That's fucked up. That's messed up, man. That's legit fucked up. And I, and I know how business is. I, and, and again, I understand it's business, but you can't be preaching that and then exactly. enslaving your own. Exactly. And I, yeah, I so. think that's, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, like I said, I didn't really know too much of what was, was happening. Like I remember seeing it on social media and I, I remember people talking about it. But I didn't really do too much research on it and, and go further in depth. Um, but I did hear him talking about, you know, the fact that he was trying to talk about black excellence and, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's great. But like you said, you can't be a walking contradiction. You can't mm-hmm. preach back black excellence and then turn around and say, oh, well, the European offered me more. So nah, like it doesn't work like that. No. Nope. Um, Especially because if you really think about it, Puff made his money off of these artists. Like Puff is Puff because of these artists. Because um, mm-hmm. if my memory serves me correctly, like, don't get me wrong. I, I know Puff Puff has, has released, you know, albums, but I don't consider Puff an artist. I consider him more so a, a business, a business. Businessman. Yeah. That's it. But now even that, that um, Puff's No Way Out album, Puff's yeah. No Way Out album, when he won a Grammy, Mace wrote most of that. Yeah, like I don't, so, I don't consider Puff, Puff an artist. Yeah, so know? Mace don't get even money off of that. That is, man. Like, yeah, and then really what makes it worse is you gave you he only gave Mace twenty grand for his publishing up, man. for fifty years. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why would you. I, I, well, let me not lie. I get why you would sign that because you wanted to get out of the hood. Yeah. Like you're like, yo, I just need to get the fuck out of the hood. I just want to. I just want to. I want to do me and just leave. And a twenty grand's got me leave. But then, I guess that's why I appreciate this generation of artists better more is because that they are able to um, negotiate better. They're going in with a fan base. They're going in with a. Uh, they're going in with more than they did in the nineties. So they have more of leverage room where they could be like, uh, yeah. So, well, I have 50, I got 5 million, uh, subscribers on, um, SoundCloud. I got 30 million listens on SoundCloud. I have this many listens on Apple music. I have this many people follow me on social media. What can you do to either enhance this? Or, well, that's really the only thing you say, what can you do to enhance this or what's up? Because other than that, I can continue doing what I'm doing, and it is what it is. And that's where Russ, you know the rapper Russ? Yeah. And that's where Russ comes into play, because Russ is one of those artists where before he signed, he was independent for a long time, and it was came into like, yo, well, I'm doing this many um, do, this, doing this many streams, I'm doing, I have this many shows, I'm booking this, this these, these venues with these many seats, I'm doing this, this, and this, and this, what can you offer me? Or oh, you can't offer me nothing? Cool. Fuck it. And, and, and that's the type of shit that, that that's, it's amazing because these young artists can do that. 
back in the day, they couldn't do it because there was no direct to consumer unless you was handing them out the back of your, your trunk and you was only doing that locally. You wasn't doing that across the country. Yeah. So that's why I appreciate these younger artists now because they, they have that direct to consumer. They have those numbers and analytics behind it where they can go to these record labels. But like, if you, if you're not doubling or tripling this up, you have you can't even talk to me. Basically. Yeah. You got like, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Like, as far as a business standpoint, I respect these these up and coming artists and these new artists. It's just the music is trash. <laughs> like, I just yeah. like you know. Yeah. But as as far as a as far as a distribution, like as far as distribution and and marketing, I, I got to give it to them. They are you know oh, yeah. a bit more smarter than than um, the average bear. The average bear, especially from back in the nineties and in the two thousand early two thousands, but. Again, their music's trash. <laughs> but um, um although I, I would say, you know, it's just, it's a few of them that, that they bought. But no, the whole yeah. Mason Diddy situation, like I it's, it's fucked, really up. fucked up. It's fucked up, man. And uh, I, let's see. He gotta do better. But you know what I've always wondered? Because people people have their um their opinions on the whole Biggie situation. Mm-hmm. Since Biggie's passing. Cause it's been mm-hmm. at least a good what twenty years, maybe twenty. Longer? It's approaching twenty five years. Is, is it going on for twenty five? Right. Yeah, it's approaching twenty five. So, what happens to his masses? Because I'm pretty sure his mother. His mother. Him, his mother gets it. Okay. Because I know his, his mother, daughter has his has her um has a a clothing store in in Brooklyn and whatnot. So okay. Well, let me say this. I can't even say that because I know there was an issue between Biggie's daughter and Diddy mm. recent uh, a couple years ago, so I can't even say that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I know that was an issue for a little while between them two, and she wanted no parts of that nigga. So yeah. I'm not I'm not adverse on that. So I would I would like to say his mother and his kids, but again, we have no idea. I um, man, I really. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably gonna start some shit when I say this, but I'm just about ninety percent sure that that Diddy somehow had Biggie killed. All right, I'm just putting uh, that out there. Gonna leave that one on you. And next topic, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, right. I'm just saying. I'm, pretty I'm sure from I Brooklyn. Did. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> um, Shy like I ain't getting this shit. You want to talk about Meg or you want to talk about Rihanna? We gonna start with Meg because I'm upset. Listen, I'm upset. Rowdy Rich said. You ain't got to fuck with these niggas no more. She took it serious. No, I'm upset. Listen, I'm upset that, that you know, because when Meg, when I first started loving Meg was when she came out. Because last year, she just like, I know she's been out there for a minute, but I want to say last year is when she took off. Mm-hmm. And I just remember seeing this talk. Like, I don't know. Like, you know how short I am, but I don't think mm-hmm. people know how short I am. I am a sucker. For tall women, I don't know what it is. I just love tall women. When I saw this stallion, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna get that. I'm, I'm a, I have to get that. I have to." Yeah. And then she joked about. She was like, "Yeah, I'm tired of dealing with these niggas. I need to find me a girl to play with." Listen, don't fuck. I know she said like all that. that. She, I, I think she was on Instagram Live. She was like, "Yeah, I'm." I'm to find me a nice little girlfriend. Listen, I was about to hop on the first flight to Houston. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for a southern woman. My shorty's a southern woman. Listen, I am a sucker for southern women. 
I was about to hop on the first flight to Houston and propose. And um, <laughs> I, cause I really thought she was gonna go left. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought she was gonna come to the dark side cause we have cookies over here. But <laughs> then I hear that, you know, she was dating, um, what's his name? Trey Songs. No, not Trey Songs. This was before Trey Songs. I, I want to say, was it Y? Not YG. My, um, money bag, yo. Money bag, right? I heard that she was dating him, and I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. That's really nice. And then I heard she was dating Trey. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. she, she, okay, girl, you better go ahead. And then, you know, it progressed from there. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, but when's she gonna get a girlfriend? And then I wake up on a fine Monday morning. On the second, no, third day of Black History Month in 2020, mm-hmm. to read that she's dating G Easy. Listen, Gerald, if you are listening, sir, let the goods go. Okay, let the goods go. She is ours. Yeah. That's ours. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm at this point where I just feel as though either someone's advising Meg wrong or she's just doing anything at this point. No, because but like, um, all jokes it, aside, I, I know she she I believe she lost her mother last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, she lost her mother. The baby lost his father. Yeah, like I, I know what it, what it's like to lose you know a significant part of yourself. Like oh, it's fucked up. My, it's it's very fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. thankfully I haven't lost my mother. Knocking on wood. But mm-hmm. I lost my grandmother, and I know what that is. You know, yeah. what I'm like I know what that feels like. So I think right now Meg is at she's she's in a I don't want to say she's in a very dark place because I don't know her personally. I don't know who she has around her, but I know it's a grieving process. Mm-hmm. And I think right now she is just in a place where she's just trying to cope. Which um, I understand. I'm not, and I'm not saying that's the whole reason why she's, you know, dating G Easy. At least I hope not. I just think um, it, it becomes to a point now where it's just like, yo, just be by yourself, enjoy yourself. Yeah. And G has a girl. Well, he had a girl. Was he dating Hazley? Was it Halsey? He dated he was dating Halsey. They broke up. He started dating some supermodel. Oh Jesus. And I'm like, dog, just at this point, just you gotta just leave the shit alone. Oh God! I don't know. Like, I just feel like the, the, uh, Meg is building herself to have a stereotype to be some sort of homewrecker, or just like, because remember she, before this, she had a video with her rubbing on Wiz's face, and they were in the car together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just the optics of it is not looking right. Right. She has the right to do whatever she want and be with whoever she want, but the optics don't look right. Um, they said that uh, G Easy and Meg look like the. Uh, you ever seen the movie Road Trip? Oh God, I I have, and I'm trying to remember. Remember the skinny white kid when he thought they ain't the big thick girl, and they were in bed together. <laughs> wait, wait, was that? No, that was where the Millers. Uh, hold on, I'm, 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 I'm gonna find I'm gonna find a photo and send it to you. Um, but this shit is hilarious. Like they said, um, if if you guys uh, listening to this, I'm gonna put this as the um, album artwork. If I can find it, um, this shit is hilarious. Um, God damn, where's my Twitter at? Um, but yeah, like they they said that they look like 
they look like that, and I've never, I have not unseen it because G Easy <laughs> is skinny as shit. Um, Meg is thick, and yeah, Meg is thick as fuck. Um, damn, where the fuck is this shit at? But yeah, if I show you this, you're gonna be like, yeah, it makes sense. I don't know what it is about thick women that just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't need, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not skinny, but I'm not thick. I mean, well, no. I am thick, but still, I don't know what it is about thick woman. It's just, oh god, I'm sorry. Let me pause. <laughs> I, my mama's probably listening. I'm sorry. Man. I just sent you the photo. You should be getting it soon. <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot see this. <laughs> I cannot see this. Yo, when hell? I seen that shit. That shit had me die because I seen that movie and I know that scene. And he, the dude, the, the dude was a virgin, so I remember this scene. Like that scene had me dying. Listen, man. Oh like, my god. I, you know what? To an extent, I can't even be mad at G Easy. I really can't. You know, so you take what you can get. But, but why? Why does it gotta be Meg? You couldn't go after anybody. No, why? Why gotta be during Black History Month? That's what. That's my only issue. Why I gotta be during Black History Month? <laughs> like you couldn't wait another month, nigga. Like shit. Three. The, the, the month is only twenty eight days, twenty nine days long. Oh yeah, because it's a leap year. Yeah, it's only twenty nine days long. Damn, man, you couldn't wait till March. Jesus. Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, but let's let's jump into the next funny one. Shit. Let's jump into the next funny one. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. How you feeling, bro? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I, listen, <laughs> you know you know why I'm feeling all right. Because if she is dating him, she's dating a New York nigga. That means I got a chance. <laughs> I love I love the way you look at it. I love, and you know, you know what's funny? I love the optimistic. When I worked in New York, I worked at a... Uh, I won't say where I work because I don't want them to listen in and then start taking my opinions as they So I worked at a, a cell phone company in New York and I worked in the one in Brooklyn. And Rihanna's grandfather used to come into our um, our store and pay his phone bill all the time. Her cousins work construction for uh for New York City Transit. Okay. Like, so I'm listen, I'm I'm right there. I, I listen, I know I know where to find her family. <laughs> I know where to find the Fenties. You, you gotta get in with them, man. Listen, I I know where to find the Fenties. Like it's it's not hard for me to find them. <laughs> not hard. So, but um they said, yo, they said Drake is upset. They said that Drake just bought um ASAP Rocky that yam chain that cost a hundred thousand dollars. And and uh he upset <laughs> that shit had me dying. Bro. Yo, I'm like at this point, like this nigga Drake gonna make the most toxic album ever when he gets a hold of a microphone. <laughs> but I like, I'll be damned I, if I feel like that's gonna be the best out. Well, one of his best albums. I'll be I, damned I, if a nigga I'm super cool with. I'll be damn if I nigga. I'm super cool with it. I brought on that first tour. Um, I bought a chain for their dead homie. Is dating a girl I was so in love with. Oh, the yeah. week after I bought him a chain. Oh, nah, nah, nah. We need to fight. And I need my chain back. Oh my god. I need my chain back. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't feel no kind of way. Uh, but did you see her ex is engaged already? The millionaire. Bill, excuse me, billionaire. Billionaire. Yeah, he's oh, engaged really? already. Off rip, damn! Haven't been a good. It hasn't even been a good three weeks, and he's engaged. Wow! So wait, how long have they 
What they were together for two and a half, three years. When did they break up? I want to say about two and a half, three weeks ago. Oh my f! But again, them billionaires, they don't, they don't wait. I ain't got time to play. Well, you don't want these billions of dollars? Cool. <laughs> I'll move somewhere else. I, I, I know a couple of them that's lined up right now that want in on this. Mm-mm. See, this is the, this is the whole reason, man. Like I don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure having money is great, but I don't think I ever want to be in that position where. I don't know if I'm getting married because someone loves me or if they love my money. I never want to be in that position. I'm sorry. I never want to be that rich to be in that position because like you're talking about two, three weeks already engaged, bro. No, no. If she shit, but uh, you know, to each his own. Listen, um, if that's the case, remember, uh, what's her name? Janet. Janet robbed a nigga for a whole $500 million. That was smart. <laughs> she robbed a nigga for a whole $500 million. They had a prenup saying if you if you stay within this marriage for, I think it was five years, yeah. you'll get $500 million. She stayed for five years, one month, and bounced. <laughs> hey. I'm like, you trifling heifer. Hey, you can't speak on Janet. Like- yes, I can. <laughs> no, man, she played by the book. Nah, that, listen. People be wanting hands put on them, and you stealing five hundred million dollars from me is getting hands put on you, bro. You can... <laughs> Knock on wood. If Janet ends up dead one day, we know what happened. <laughs> we know what happened. I have nothing to do with this. Like we know what happened. That 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 oil sultan was like, "Fuck you! <laughs> you took five hundred million dollars from me." And what made it even worse was she took five hundred million dollars and went back with her ex JD. She's back with Jermaine Dupri. Yes. Oh my damn! Let me tell you. So that was the biggest finesse of all time. Shout out to Jada. Did I just say Jada? Jesus! Shout out to Janet. I'm sorry. No, shout out to JD because JD <laughs> sent her on the finesse mission and she stole the five hundred million dollars and they got back together. Bro, oh my f. Wow. Jermaine Dupree was like, let me, let me tell you, this guy over here, right? He like you. He worth a couple billion dollars. You marry him, you have a baby by him, do you come back? Have a baby by me, baby, be a millionaire. No, have a baby by me, baby, be a half a billionaire. <laughs> that sounds a lot better. And that's probably oh, the, he don't, that's not even probably the child to support. That was just the fucking, that was just the, uh, the prenup. That does not include yeah. if he has to pay child support. Oh my damn! This nigga is crazy, yo. I wish I would, but um, yeah, we're gonna end it here. Uh, I want to thank all you guys for listening. Chill. LA, thank you for being the co-host again. Uh, we're gonna keep this rocking into we wheels rock off, knock off. Um, but thank you again, thank you, thank you, thank you. We we'll see you next week. Um, I'm, it might not be on a Tuesday or Wednesday upload depends on what day I'm off um, from work, but definitely we will try to bring you these episodes as, as oh wait, I am off on Tuesday so we can get this rocking again on Tuesday. Um, So uh, we'll see you guys next week, Tuesday. Thank you for listening and we out. Peace.